This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And we are here to recap episode, what are we on now, six? Seven. Seven. Episode seven. We're getting there. Clayton's. Yeah, getting there. Episode seven of Clayton's Bachelor season but before we do that guys we have an amazing uh interview actually after the show um after the recap tonight we have an amazing interview with james kennedy from vanderpump rule so any vanderpump fans out there guys this is an awesome awesome interview we talked to him about how he got started on vanderpump how his passion for music still drives him today and what he's got coming up next so stick around after our recap and uh listen to our interview with james kennedy um and before we get into the recap eric let's kind of talk about what we got coming up um, and kind of what we did this last weekend. I guess I was, I was with my crazy ass family this weekend. Um, so I'm honestly more hungover than I usually am when we DJ. Well, it so. also started, we got, to, we hung out with a, a good friend of the show, Scotty McCreary yes. on Friday night, went and checked him out at the good old Grizzly Rose. Got to, uh, to meet his fabulous wife, Gabi, finally. Yeah. I've heard so much about her for, for years. I feel like now yeah, that's cool. She flew in. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, yeah. God bless her nurse. Worked yeah. throughout the whole pandemic and sweet good to see her out with Scotty enjoying some time. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, it's always good to see Scotty. Um, he fucking packed out the grizzly rose too. Holy Ooh, shit. shoulder to shoulder in there. He can put on a show. Still that blows man has, my mind too, that he is still, what, what do you say? He's 30 or 30, 32? 28. Or 28. 28. Jeez, he's been doing I'm it for 10 off. years. Since if he was 18. <laughs> yeah. He's been fucking selling out places since he was probably, yeah. Fuck, and 18. He's, yeah, he's had the voice the of Barry Manilow since he was eight. <laughs> that boy's, that boy's something special, oh, no, man. Not it? Barry Manilow. Hold no, was like, that Barry not quite White. That what deep. the fuck <laughs> am I talking about? <laughs> Um, dude is talented though, man. And he, he puts on a show. People love him. He's, he's a fun, if you guys haven't seen Scotty McCurry and he comes to your city, go check him out because it's on a hell of a show. He's a, he, and he's amazing songs. Um, when you've been doing it yeah. for 10 years and you're still selling out fucking tons of hits stuff, for 28 right? years old, man, ton, a ton for 28. You're right. Yeah. He's already had a career that most people dream of and he's 28, you know, it's crazy. Uh, and then yeah, DJ to my high Friday night, another packed house. Fuck. It was it was crazy. Um, shout out to Denver. You guys always come out and support, and I love y'all. Um, it's quite quite the show. It gets and rowdy in there, man. It sure Fun. does. And speaking of Mile High Spirits, James Kennedy, obviously we talk about his show coming up this Friday. So if you're in Denver, Friday night, 
uh, yeah. we'll be there supporting James, checking him out. And yeah, definitely go to see James. James, James puts on a good show too. Yeah. High energy. He has a he's lot there. of originals that he likes to perform as well. Yeah. He's got some, yeah. So he's, he, he creates a lot of his own music. Um, so yeah, come on out. Uh, one of the very few Fridays we're home, but we yeah. are here. We come back Friday morning. We fly in Friday morning. So we're able to catch James at my eyes. So come on out, Denver. Um, yeah. And then speaking of this weekend, I mean, we're in Minnesota Thursday night, baby. University of Minnesota, uh, playing a tiny little gig there, as well as like doing some fun bachelor stuff. Um, so University of Men, come on out. And then Sunday, Sunday, Houston. Sunday, Houston, which I am so excited for this fucking gig, guys. Houston, um, I play in the MLS season opener and play in the beer garden. It's going to be a wild party. I just have a feeling. I mean, first of all, soccer fans are nuts. And then it's the weather's starting to get nicer out there. And it's opening day. So I feel like that is just going to be a wild, wild gig. I'm so pumped for that. So yeah, excited. If, if you guys are in Houston, we'll be um, kind of doing their their pregame tailgate party at the Hold It Down Plaza at uh, from 4.30 to 5.45. So yeah, yeah, definitely come out. Check it out. Be yeah, fun. it sounds like it's going to be nuts. a fun day. Fun I'm Sunday, so fun day. Yeah, exactly. I'm so excited for it. I think it's going to be so much fun. Um, yeah, and then I'm in New York actually on Monday. I'm doing a little bachelor thing. So busy weekend, busy weekend, but uh, looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be another fun one. And looking forward to being home Friday, Saturday night. That might be kind of nice here. In it's going to be weird. Sleep in my bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since we've done that without having a show here. So um, yeah, anything else I'm missing? Any bachelor uh, news? Think- I don't even know, man. There hasn't been any. I feel in a like while. there, yeah, there is. I just am not even paying attention to it. Yeah, not I don't know if there is. So we'll just get into it. Let's get into this Sorry, recap. Sorry, guys, we are definitely not your uh, bachelor spoiler. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't no gossip. Podcast. We ain't no gossip podcast. Um, but yeah, let's get into it because I think we're actually, which I think we do a good job of, but I think we're going to differ a little bit on on. It sounds like anyway on some Sarah content. Yeah, um, later in the, the show, end of this, I think yeah, we're definitely yeah. going to be on different sides here. Yeah, I think so too. But uh, yeah, kind of get started right there with Sarah. Uh, if you remember the last episode, it ends with Sarah getting the rose from Clayton, but she's uh, going to stand up for herself, right? She's going to stand up for herself against Mara and some of the other girls talking shit about her, saying she's not ready to get married. Blah blah blah. blah. So we pick up there. She kind of walks into the room, right? And she does, she kind of like addresses the room because she doesn't know who said it. She doesn't know who said it. She addresses the room kind of as a whole. And Mara basically does own up to it, right? She kind of, she owns up to it. Like, so she kind of, yeah. I feel like she kind of beats around the bush. Like she, she does and she doesn't. Yeah. I actually rewound it because I couldn't figure it out. She says like, she's kind of upset about the two one, the, the two one-on-one she's had, but doesn't really own up to you're not wife and material. You're too young. She doesn't say any of that. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think Mara's trying to be like, she's, she's not owning up to what she said. And she did. She doesn't like admit like, yeah, she like, I wish she would have just been like, yeah, I said that to Clayton. That's what I said. Cause that's how I feel. Leave. But you're right. She kind of like trying to like, I don't know, balance on the fence, if you will. You know what I mean? But Sarah says one line that really pisses her off. And that's right at the end. And she says basically that Clayton knows that it's a desperate attempt to stay around and to send another girl home. And that just didn't sit well with Mara. You know what I mean? She's just like super busy. I feel like I've been one line. bamboozled by Sarah. So I'll get into I that. I am team fucking <laughs> Sarah, man. I am because, team Sarah. Because last week I was like, this is such a desperation play from Mara as well. And I do. You, do you still believe it? I, I do to a point. But then you, I mean, the other girls. Jumping ahead a little bit. But like some of the other girls too, like Rachel, 
they seem to be like having Mara's back. Like when Mara addresses her during the cocktail party and you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm still team. I'm still team Sarah guys. I really, so, so let's, let's just, before we get into that, cause we're going to get into that next, but before we get into that, obviously we go to the cocktail hour, right? We go to the rose ceremony. Um, not a shocker again, who stays, who goes. Yeah. But this co- this cocktail party was pretty cool because it it led with a pretty serious moment, and it's real big props on either if Clayton or the producer is grabbing Serene first and oh. acknowledging uh, the hardship she had with the loss of her cousin, and then bringing out the uh, the jar of fireflies. That was that really was, that was really, that was really yeah. sweet. Yeah, it and it's small things like that, and that's actually when I was like, okay, uh, Serene's going to hometown. Like, I think oh, I, that's when it kind of hit me. Yeah, but that those are really cool moments because. The the one thing throughout this process, and Rachel is 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 looking like she's struggling a little bit with this, but you you really he can't just straight up be like, I'm picking you, you know what I mean? Or like you're coming to the next, you're coming to hometown. So like little things like that, the fireflies in the in the jar thing, um, just keep you going. Like it just keeps you going, keeps your hope alive, you know what I mean? So that's a huge, I mean, it doesn't maybe it doesn't seem too big, but that is a huge moment for Serena and Clayton and their relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, you're right, that was that was cool. Um, and kind of while all that's going on, obviously Mara kind of pulls Sarah aside and they have a tiny little argument. She says she doesn't, she, she finds it very disrespectful. Right. And, and, um, yeah, I guess just mostly disrespectful. Well, Mara says that, uh, Sarah's getting a little sloppy. I mean, you can totally see means. like, this is East coast, like Jersey, New York, Mara coming out here. Like this yeah. is, this it's, it's, we're a different breed from back there, man. <laughs> Yeah, but I still, I still think she's overreacting like insane amount, man. I just don't get it. Like, why the fuck is she so obsessed with Sarah? I, but it's, but it's really odd that like Rachel did have marriage. Yeah, but back I also here. think Rachel is clearly and, wildly insecure with her and Clayton's relationship too. Like she's talked all, about it every week. Yeah, and I, I'm never the one that jumps ahead, but it's like, but I got to jump forward to jump back to this one because like later in the the evening, uh, during like the the night the portion for rose ceremony the, oh. other, the night portion of the, the group date group date yeah um clayton does grab rachel first so i feel like rachel has a lot of guidance in like mm-hmm. tr- like clayton like if, if uh, she says something on he her listens. a lot yeah, yeah, for yeah. Mm-hmm. so like for her to like have mares back here it's like hmm what are we not seeing in the house okay but what right? is sarah doing wrong like, that's oh, right, you're too confident? Well, you're but, too cocky with your relationship with Clayton? So yeah, what? at this point. But then some other stuff comes out later. But obviously, there's stuff we're not seeing. And Maybe, for probably, man. Like, for a good reason, because that kind of made the, uh, the episode. You know, the content for later on in the episode. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The road ceremony hits. Not yeah. surprised who stays, who goes. Um, I'm really bummed to see Eliza. Eliza, leave, yeah, I Eliza. Loved to have seen more of her. She we did like... not get any Eliza. No, there was a point even when she hopped on on screen. I was like, where? Well, I haven't seen her in forever. Who is she? Yeah. Um, Eliza so goes after, home. After the ceremonies, there's seven left after Mara and Eliza seven? go home. Mara mm-hmm. and Eliza go home. Um, I, I see it, and I think it was the right move of him sending Mara home and keeping yeah, Sarah. Yeah, same. But yeah, I think it was the right move. Obviously, him and Mara don't have a good connection, and no. Mara spent all her time talking shit on Sarah. So this is a good move, I think, personally. Um, I, I, I like Mara. Like, I'm not saying, you know, but I just think that she did the... The mistake, you know, that everybody makes where you talk to the lead about somebody else and it backfires, man. It's like these people just don't don't ever li- don't ever learn. Um, but yeah, so we go into the next week, right? And obviously, this is the big week. Let's get to hometowns. Clayton's got to decide who he's going to pick to see their families. Um, so it's a big, big week. And the first, mm-hmm. well, um, yeah, we're off to a new setting, Vienna, which is random. It seems like all of a sudden they popped up in Vienna. We didn't get any kind of like intro to that. It wasn't like no. we're going to Vienna. It was just like. Hi, Vienna, the old balcony scream. Hi, Vienna, or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Vienna is a gorgeous, gorgeous country, city. And um, Austria is a gorgeous country. Vienna is a city. Um, a lot of history there. A lot of art, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I was wondering, like, what are they going to do in Vienna? And we'll get into that group date because that was wild. That group date was fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But before we do that, the first um, one-on-one is Serene, right? Susie, you're right. Susie, this the pretty uh, woman date. This, but this seemed even more pretty woman than past seasons. I think this might be top five one-on-one dates I've ever fucking seen on the Bachelor. Yeah, same. This was so pure and real. Whoa, well, and just like the amount of money she walked out of that store with in clothes, and then the fucking gown she wore. Just like someone who doesn't give a shit about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like all around this. This date is like a woman's dream date, man. Just like it blew my mind watching even more because there's been other pretty woman dates, but I just felt like this was different, man. This was And this different. was so well, to, like, I love that they gave it to someone who it was so out of their element mm-hmm. and comfort zone. And I, I absolutely adore Susie. I like her too. I like, like her my God, she is so genuinely sweet down to earth. Like, mm-hmm. And just humble about every experience she is getting, mm-hmm. and and this really brings well the this whole date, like the night portion, the pretty 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 woman date. This brings me back to the first. She got the first one on one of yep. the season, and it brings me back to how awkward her and Clayton were because they were so out of their elements, like mm-hmm. the helicopter ride to the yacht, mm-hmm. and here they are again, going from like this fantastic shopping spree. Thousands to, of dollars thousands. to a palace date, and it's just like, holy shit! Ta- and that gown that she was wearing, man, that's I mean, that's thousand dollar, thousands of man. dollar gown, like awesome date. And you're right, their connection. She and I said this before, same thing on her one on one. I was like, she seems so comfortable too. It's like she she seems like she was like born for this moment. I don't know what, it, and that's why I personally think 
I think she, if she doesn't win, I think she should be the bachelorette. I think she'd make a great bachelorette. I, yeah. She yeah. might be one of my favorite contestants of all time. Yeah. Like, she's great. Just because she's so relatable too, to like, like just like a normal person watching the show. Right. Or just like the fan base, like mm-hmm. she's not like that bougie materialistic. No. And she's, like, I love female, how smiley like, she is. Right. Yeah. And Positive she's, and yeah. Glow. Yeah. Like she's bubbly. She's very bubbly. Um, but yeah, the, and then their connection, obviously Clayton and her connection is huge. She was the first person to tell him she was in falling in love with them. Um, yeah, all in all, it was just an amazing date. The night portion, um, was fantastic. Just like all around. I keep saying like Rachel, 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 when Susie pops in and they have an amazing time an amazing connection, an amazing conversation. I'm like, geez, man, Clayton's got some good women. That, that's what I have in my notes here. I was like, well, Rachel has some competition mm-hmm. now after mm-hmm. seeing this one. He's got some, he's got some very solid women. I really like, I really like this cast of women a lot. Yeah. Like, obviously there's some Shanae. Rachel Gap. Yeah. You're but, like these final. Rest. Yeah, exactly. But these final, like six, I six, seven, I, I really like these women. Um, so yeah, obviously she gets the rose. So we're going to Susie's hometown, which where is she from again? Uh, is it, Dude, I don't remember. I think it's one of the Carolinas. Is that what it is? Maybe right. South, be, South Carolina, North Carolina, something there. like that. But we're heading to her hometown, which uh, wasn't n- not an upset. I think she was a favorite going to hometown. So not a shocker there. Um, dude. Oh, but let's talk. I want to talk about Virginia, this. Virginia. That's right. Virginia beach. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's Eddie, right. Virginia get, her on, beach. get her on your yeah, radio station. Yeah, yeah. I'll make the intro. <laughs> um, but dude, let's talk about how fucking brilliant slash evil it was for those producers to send her in. And they do this every season, send her in there with the bags to see the girls sitting oh. inside, you know, they drop it. Then the guy comes in with the bat, with the dress, where's Susie. And everybody's like, funny. Oh my God, she's a real life princess. Like <laughs> I want to meet her. Oh, friends. that dress thing was such a the dress oh was God, so dude. funny, man. Oh, and, Susie. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and, it, and I don't even know if Susie knows what red bottoms are, honestly, like the, <laughs> the, the, the Louboutins. The yeah. She like rolled and, it over. Uh, yeah. And like, you just see Gabby's face. Like, this yeah. bitch because gabby clearly knows what yeah, red bottoms yeah. are <laughs> all of them do yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly so um yeah that was just a funny moment where i was like those poor girls but they all try to be as as i don't know they, they're don't know. they try to be they are i think they really do support each other like these final yeah the final to a degree here. to a degree i do think so um so then they read the, the right. So, you know, Susie gets the rose, not a shocker. So back in the house, they read the uh, group date rose or group date card. Sorry. And Serene gets the one-on-one, which we'll go into later. But, but I, um, I do want to talk about like that. The man, well, after their, after their dinner portion or whatever, you walk into that room and it's Chris DeBurr singing yeah. lady in red, lady in red. It and was pretty just, stunning. It was, oh it was my incredible. goodness, man. It really was incredible. It was, it was a, one of the best dates I think I've ever seen top to bottom. Like she's got spoiled, spoiled man. It, in Vienna. Yeah, it, <laughs> in Vienna. That, it, I almost at that point want to say it's over for the rest of them. Like if it wasn't for, I don't, I don't Rachel, think they didn't stop looking and just that in that making moment, out, they kissed oh for my like gosh. 10 minutes. If it wasn't for Rachel, I still think it's between Susie and Rachel. I still yeah. think Rachel has the edge right now, but I think I would give it to Susie. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, the only reason I say Susie or Rachel never got a second one-on-one. She's on this group date, right? She's on this group date. Rachel never got a second one-on-one. So there's only been, so only Susie and Sarah have gotten second one-on-ones? And Serene. Yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's get in this group date. Um, My worst nightmare, probably, as a group date. 
um, psychotherapy. Um, I did not expect this. I did not expect this. Um, Some of the women were very nervous, very uncomfortable. Um, But basically they had to talk about, they had to get like, it was such a serious tone, right? Like this tone of the state was just like. It really only seems like one was uncomfortable though. Am I wrong? Well, I think it all worked except except for Sarah. Genevieve was wildly uncomfortable. Gabby was pretty Gabby, nervous, but but Gabby's like she it's a big part of her life like she she has opened up very much as she does do a yeah. lot of therapy yeah but therapy you know with your fucking boyfriend and then you know national television it was I would be super nervous even though I enjoy therapy like I it would still freak me out um but yeah just the tone of this date man was brutal to like to go to hometown such a serious date you know there wasn't much like I don't even this it was an ominous tone to it um, but yeah, so basically they sit down with like a psychotherapist there in, in, in Vienna, a very well-known one apparently. Um, and they sit down with Clayton and they have to talk about their feelings and she asks them questions. Right. And kind of, I mean, let's just get into Genevieve. Um, she, man, she just right. seemed, she could not open up. She could not answer simple, simple questions. Like, well, just like, how are you feeling? Yeah. She was just, it was over she for her. and she knew it too, right? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. knew it. She was like, I'm sorry, this is, I, I have a lot to work on. She said w- one word to the therapist. I mean, according to the edit, yeah, you couldn't yeah. Know. I mean, they sure made it seem like she was like clammed up, you know, she was super nervous. Um, but she said, she's like, I don't like opening up. I don't like talking about my feelings, you know? So she kind of knew, I think. Um, yeah. So and she, she took it super well, like getting, like being like, oh, pretty much. She was yeah. like, yeah, I kind of know my time's run its course here. Yeah. She hasn't had a single one-on-one, you know what I mean? She knows that she's probably going home. Um, so this was interesting though. So this is kind of what happens. The, the episode before every hometown is, you know, there's usually two one-on-ones and then actually, no, no. See on my season, there were three one-on-ones and a group date. So it was me, Garrett, Jason, all got one-on-ones. And then the group date was like, Oh no, it was a two. No, it was, it was group date. And Colton came back with the rose, and that's how we figured out the final four. So they're doing it a little different this time. Um, looks like there's going to be an actual rose ceremony, which there usually isn't to get to hometowns. Um, usually, yeah, because he didn't sometimes. give, yeah, because obviously he didn't give a rose out of he didn't give the group date rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Genevieve ends up going home on her own, and then let's get into this, Sarah, man. I, this is where I want to talk about this Sarah chat because, in my opinion, man, listen, I understand like maybe these. I think personally, think, and this is a hot fucking take here. Hot take. Hot take. I think the girls are wildly, wildly, um, I don't know. They're just, they're, what's the word I'm looking for here? <sighs> threatened? Yeah, that's, yes, that's a great word. Hot take. I think the girls are threatened by Sarah. I think they don't like that she's going around happy talking about Clayton and their relationship. To a degree, I understand maybe keep some things private. But guys, ha- being confident in your relationship and cocky in your relationship is not a red flag. It is not something I think Clayton took it way overboard, right? In their in their little conversation was like, I don't believe you. And was like saying all those things. It's like, man, I don't I don't think she's been nothing but honest. So she's excited but, about their relationship. Cool. But you Gabby made a comment tonight that said that Sarah can't keep track of her lies. So where what did we miss here? Because Gabby's saying that that's and then obviously there's power in numbers like yeah, if, and they if know Teddy, that, Sarah I know but but then like if if Sarah did go and boast to the Sarah and Teddy at the time um that she you know, that if she said that comment to Rachel I'm sorry Rachel 
you'll never have what we have. Like that's kind of like, that's overstepping boundary a little bit. And yeah, I mean, that did be said, that was a little bit over top, but again, it's like, you know, people say that all the freaking time though on this show, and, you know, and I feel like her going into this, the therapist portion, her even thanking the therapist, thank you for being here today. Like, man, she is calculated. She knows what she's doing at this point. Like, I don't, know. I don't think I, so. I mean, we're just going to disagree uh, here. Yeah, that's the, the which is great. Be the first where we're so we're apart. so very far <laughs> because, because I feel like I said earlier, I feel bamboozled because I've had Sarah's back this whole time, and now I'm like, man, this that she is she is faking this one. I just don't see it, man. I think she's been honest and genuine, and like, I don't I don't see the fakeness that everybody else sees. Uh, I. I personally just think they they were scared. I think they were just like, fuck Sarah. And especially by the way she was talking, I don't even know if it was necessarily true. I still don't know if she would have made hometowns. I don't think but, she would have. But I still think they were threatened, man. They were threatened by Clayton and Sarah's connection, even if it wasn't there, because I don't think it was there. But I think they were still threatened by it. But they have to be threatened by each other, too. Like, I'm... And and that's the, my point. And the doc and that and the psycho analyst, yeah, 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 she's saying that one person is being performative. That's pretty big. Like, that's where's that come from? That's a okay. fucking producer line. All right. Yeah, you that's heard a producer that here line. first. And I was actually hot take. Yeah, hot take. I was a producer line. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They gave that to the psychotherapist. And and I think because they they saw what was going on, and I personally think they needed a reason to send Sarah home. Um. And I think Clayton just, cause it was just, it just seemed so over the top the way Clayton was like, I don't believe you. You're fake crying. It was just seemed well, over she, the top. She couldn't even get it. Like last week, the waterworks wouldn't turn off. Now that she couldn't even start fucking crying. But that's exact. But that's the thing. I bet she's been crying for fucking three days. Like I've been there. You run out of tears. I don't know. I get both sides, but I, but she I just, was, you could see her face. She was trying so hard to squeeze it out though. I think she's just, I, uh, <laughs> I think she got so blindsided with the Mara thing last week. That she's just shook, been shook for three, four days. I don't know. I just, I'm team Sarah. I'm team Sarah on this. No. Do I think she should have made hometowns? No. I don't think she should have made hometowns. I think the, you know, the four that are going to make hometowns are the right four. I just think she got gypped with by the end of this and how she went home and everything. Uh, but yeah, like I said, they didn't give the group day rose away because of all the drama. So um, we are going to have a rose ceremony. But before the rose ceremony, we get to Serene's final one-on-one Um I like Serene a lot, man. I'm a big too. Serene fan. I think I've, I had her like the final four a while ago. You did. Um, I, I knew the, she could make it far, but I'm I'm shocked just how much I've fallen not only in love with her, but in love with their connection too. I really like their connection in there. Mm-hmm. Their conversations. And, like the, and the, the one, one big thing, obviously, like for <laughs> she kind of took Clayton off guard tonight. Big time. Like, number one, just check checking on him. First of all, first thing that she mentioned when she saw him during the day was like hey are you okay after last night with the whole sarah stuff Mm -hmm. like just selfless yeah yeah and and just her saying i'm falling in love with you and seeing his face like light up and how excited he was was so sure i've never yeah i don't think i've ever seen a contestant shook like that i know saying that so that's really cool i love you're right i love seeing that and i love he genuinely i think is into her and it seems like clayton doesn't think any of these women like him you know it seems like he's always constantly being like yeah, like with Rachel, you know, like yeah. was it because of me that you're not, yeah. you know, like and then, she's like, no, 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 no. And <laughs> Susie self or self produced or the producer put up one on one last week. That, and yeah, yeah. He was just like, fuck yes, there's yeah. no problem here. You still want to be here? Yeah, he's like, you yes. don't want to leave. Like, yeah. You like me? 
fuck yeah. <laughs> just seems like he's shocked every time one of these girls sticks around and likes him, you know, and falls that's, falling that's, for him. I, I like I, it too. I, I like him a lot. Like, no, me too. Like, I like him too. Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a humble guy and he doesn't expect these beautiful women to necessarily be falling all over him. You know what I mean? So I like that about Clayton a lot too. Um, so yeah, this, this day was great. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. Like Serene, their conversation is great. The connection's great. Um, well, I they guess we did get the rose ceremony too. tonight. Sorry, yeah. I'm jumping ahead. I'm just looking at my notes. I'm like, yeah, we got the rose ceremony tonight. So yeah. apologize for me earlier because I think I quoted there wasn't because they didn't give the rose out the group date after the group date. But yeah, there, there was a rose ceremony. Serene gets the group date or the sorry, the one on one rose. Um, she's going to hometown. So right now we got Serene and Susie going to hometowns. And what we don't, so and then the three we have left Rachel going to the rose ceremony, Rachel, Gabby, Sarah. Well, no. They did give out Gabby, Rachel, Susie, Serene go. Teddy goes home. Teddy no, no, home but tonight. no, no, no. But going into the rose ceremony. Oh, oh, oh yeah, sorry, you're right. Sorry, you're, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. Yeah, Teddy goes home. Teddy goes home. But yeah, going into the rose ceremony. Yeah, you have those people left. Um, and then of course, you know, Susie gets first rose, and that's down to Gabby um, and uh, Teddy. And Gabby gets the rose. Not shocker. This was the final four that I, I mean. It's not not a. And I think the final. I think Serene's going to end up. You know going home after this i think it's pretty i mean i i love serene i love their connection but i don't think it's anywhere near rachel Susie, or gabby um i'm excited to see this hometown so that's those those are the final four hometowns really excited to see these people's family i think gabby's family is going to be probably hilarious um if she's there anything like her um yeah i I think yeah i think Susie's going to bring a piece of home to him because like just that like small town yeah yeah he's gonna love vibe. that yeah i think they're, i think they're gonna click great where's uh, serene from i don't even not sure i don't know either Susie virginia beach gabby denver um and then rachel was i don't even know rachel either i want rachel i want to say rachel's from out east as well yeah i was gonna say new york actually or well i think she's from like um Oh, she's from Orlando. Oh shit, Orlando, Florida. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, so I'm excited. I'm excited for the hometowns. This 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 episode was like, meh. Like I don't know. You you always have to have these like episodes that lead. You know, like I think it built up a lot going into hometowns, but you know, kind of a not not too much happened in this episode other than the Sarah drama, which I think personally was just ridiculous. But um, excited for hometowns. Excited for hometowns. So it's gonna be a fun time. I'm excited to meet these girls' families and. Excited to see Colton say he's in love with a bunch of people. So <laughs> looking forward to that. Um, but yeah. yeah, anything else? Anything else? I think I'm just, yeah, I'm looking excited to see. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed the season. Like it's been yeah. a good one. It's been a good one. It's been a fun one. So mm-hmm. thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week and stick around. Uh, our interview with James Kennedy coming up next. We'll be right back. James Kennedy, James, thanks for coming on, man. Yo, what's up? Happy Good to, to see you. Yeah, I say last time I think I saw it was that Blended Fest in San Diego. Yes, bro. What a yeah. time! What a time! Beautiful weekend. That was a fun weekend, man. That was a hell of a music fest. I'm not gonna lie. Hell yeah! Hell I yeah. believe yeah. I was I was busy taking a tent off the stage. Shut it down. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I should I should have done it the for you before. <laughs> I know. I know. Wait, but what? Like that created such a vibe too. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I would have been bumping my head the whole time. I jump up and down the entire time I DJ. Yeah, so. for those of you that weren't at Blended Fest, okay, yeah. there was a tent above my head, okay, that I didn't realize was, you know, it was optional. It was movable. But <laughs> uh, then uh, Eric comes along and fucking takes that shit way out of your way. And it just like, it allowed the smoke under the stage to rise, you know? So with the lights, it just looked sick. And that smoke yeah. was intense on that stage too. So I can't imagine having a tent over top plus the smoke. Well, you saw me. I was like coming out of the stage. I'm like in front of the crowd, you know, like I spent <laughs> yeah. most of the time there. Like, yeah. 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 That right was a fun time. Though. Right when we got up there, I was like, this has to go, man. Yeah, the sunset going on. Like it was, yeah, yeah we need the little vibe. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was. And you played for a, like two hours, didn't you? That Didn't you I play? Think, yeah, I think it was like a two hour set. Yeah, I was oh, just yeah. saying, I was just saying, I played in Omaha this past weekend. Like I was meant to play for like an hour and a half, ended up playing nearly four hours. Just like, Holy yeah. shit, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I was literally running out of crates in my fucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, I haven't done this. Like, it was, it was a great show. It was a great show. So. That's fun. I, so I went to school in Nebraska, actually. So I've been to Omaha quite a few times. So Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nebraska goes yeah. off. It's like a club that they opened up like next to it. It's called Barnado. But Interesting. The place went off. Like, yeah. You know? Well, if you're a Vanderpump Rules fan and you're in Omaha, you were, you were probably there on Saturday. 100%. Like, like, yeah, yeah, there's no fucking question. Like the town knows I, I was pulling up. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, what, Denver will be the same way this weekend. Have you played in Denver before? Oh yeah, so I have played in Denver uh, once before at a nightclub, but this was must. This must have been like four and a half years ago, like maybe. Oh wow, maybe five. Yeah, like they just legalized weed. I think like that was a big deal. Like I pulled up to the shop, you know, first thing, <laughs> obviously. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, that's it like the first thing all musicians do, man. Is they, they hit the shop before or after the show? That's like the first thing all musicians do when they come into town. Yeah, definitely <laughs> pre-show vibes for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, but I'm excited to see this Friday, Denver. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, dude, I'm so you're gonna be there. Like, what? I'm yeah. glad we make this work, and then like you're gonna be there on Saturday, so we get a little follow-up, which is yeah, it'll be perfect. Yeah, it'll be fun. But uh, yeah, dude, I just kind of wanted to get into kind of like what you've been up to music-wise as well, uh, and then yeah, I just could just chat a little, man. So, how long have you been on the show now? Um, so I've been on Vanderpump since, uh, I was actually introduced like the finale of season two. So, oh, okay. All right. So it's been, um, yes, this year coming up, if we do another season, it'll be season 10. So it's been like seven, eight wow, years. Wow, man. Wow. That's crazy. So did you know what you were getting yourself into, man, when you like kind of signed up for everything that, that finale of season two, were you like, yeah, I can't wait for this. Or were you like, oh, fuck. Well, it's funny. Like I was actually bussing tables at surf like about a year and a half before I even got in front of a camera. Um, I walked in one day. I was like, hey, I want a DJ here. And the owner's brother was the DJ at the time. Okay. So then he moved out of the country about a year and a half later. And I finally got my shot, you know, Lisa Vanderpump. She walked in that night. Um, you know, she's like, okay, let's see what you got. Like 15 minutes later, it was like, you didn't you don't have to bust tables anymore like oh, you're okay. yeah best one of the best days ever and obviously for me it, like i felt like wow like now i get to dj thursday friday saturday and sunday brunch at like a little hot spot in west hollywood you know um and the show i mean yeah i mean you know i always had um you know like a vision on what i kind of wanted but everything with sir kind of fell in the place like when i saw the show i definitely saw it as an opportunity to try and like become the dj on it do you know what i mean and fast mm -hmm. forward now eight seasons i mean shit i guess like it's like yeah it came to fruition right yeah, yeah, yeah it came into fruition and i've had the time of my life just being able to play shows and play music is like what i love to do and then in the summer times you know i spend it in beautiful cali filming the show i mean 
It's been nice. Yes, <laughs> you can't really complain, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm definitely not complaining. Definitely not complaining. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, it's almost like the journey is just beginning as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, Absolutely. I take the music thing, as do you, I'm sure, very seriously. But, like, also, you know, still try and have fun with it. It's a it's a beautiful balance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, I yeah, this is my new place right here. I don't want to show it off too much because I still haven't gotten much furniture in here yet. But, um I'm building a nice little studio up there. It's like a loft vibe, you know, it's just me. I get to focus on just production this year and um, yeah, getting back into it. I haven't made music for literally, it's coming on to two months now because I moved in beginning of December. So I'm itching. I'm itching. I I have an EP. I have an EP that I've been working on. I have a release coming out pretty soon with Armada. I'm pretty sure. Um, It's called. It's it's an official remix for Autograph with uh, a Bali remix. Actually, hell yeah, the album they had. So I'm excited with that. But definitely excited to jump back into the production thing and uh, finish up this tour as well that I'm on right now. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I say you're busy, man. I see you out there, man. You're out there hustling, which I love to see. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, killing it. Um, and I, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the, about that with you is like, how do you balance, right? This like reality TV personality, I guess, if you will, you know, with also trying to be taken as serious as possible in the music industry. How do you balance that? Okay. So honestly, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, I don't feel like I've hit my peak really with the music yet. Um, and I feel like with reality TV, I mean, I kind of have in a sense. <laughs> right. uh, so, um, you know, I definitely am waiting for that right moment. Everything in my life has kind of led up to um, right now. I mean, obviously, but I've had like, you know, um, you know, I'm deep into some numerology stuff. I don't know. Like, I just feel like very connected with what's going on. I feel like everything's happened for a reason. And right now, um, yeah, I mean, I love doing the show. I do have so much fun doing the show and I love being able to express myself and talk about my fucking problems and my love stories and my life and like everything that's just going on. And, uh, you know, in a sense with Vanderpump, I almost feel like I almost like take over that show in like a sense like it's like it's like there's Vanderpump rules right and there's the drama of stuff and then there's like James's story over there yeah and it's like people captivate to that and I think that's very interesting so I don't really know what's going to happen um but all I do know is that I just love um being able to just make the music and keep going but yeah it's it's a hard balance honestly I always I always always in um I always um uh, respected Pooley D, okay? And like, let me just say, like, this guy is a fucking legend, okay? Mm-hmm. Such a hard worker, great work ethic, and I just think he's a fucking gangster. And not to mention, he was the first, like, reality TV star to become a fucking very big DJ. And uh, at a time where MTV pushes these stars to become stars, okay? And I'm not saying, like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying MTV is, like, some fucking... It's a machine, right? It is. And then when is. you're Pooley D at that time with Jersey Shore, like, the hottest fucking reality show at a time where reality show is hot as fuck, Right. It makes sense. Um, but no, he hasn't stopped working until this day. And I just respect that hustle. Um, and yeah, I mean, shit, that's kind of what kind of drove me into Vanderpump. I always thought like, shit, well, I could do that. I mean, I could mm-hmm. be like a DJ on a reality show, too. Let me see if I could do this on maybe a smaller scale or maybe on Bravo or just maybe trying to create my own little niche. You know, yeah, a niche. That's the key. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. And like, yeah, so. It's my own little baby bubble, but I'm still doing See You Next Tuesdays. I'm doing a big party tomorrow at Sir. And I feel like the vibe is picking up. Like, you know, WeHo and uh, Hollywood is coming back alive, you know, Uh, post-COVID vibes, you know. But um, yeah, that party is kind of legendary at Sir, you know. I'm fucking jam-packed and I'm playing all the bangers. I play like a three-hour set too every Tuesday. So it's fun. fun. Yeah. No, that's good to hear that, that, you know, WeHo is kind of coming back a little bit because it was, I went out there a year ago roughly and yeah, it was still a little oh, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah the energy was still right there. Yeah. 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 
So, so that's good to hear. But I love that you mentioned Paul D because I mean, obviously Paul D is wildly successful and mm-hmm. he's been able to find that like, cause I think he's pretty much, I mean, he's obviously still very well known for Jersey Shore, especially since the new episode or season came oh, out. No, yeah, it's still going. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I'm it's a fucking machine and it's, it's just perfect. You know how it all worked out that way. So mm-hmm. But he's still, like you said, he still hustles hard in the music industry and he he'll do, I mean, he, he, and he's good. You know what I mean? Like, I think I just ran into this. I played, I played summit rooftop in Austin like two weeks ago. And he, one of the bouncers, you know, I, I feel like I always try and like, I always try to like impress like the bouncers and shit because they see everything, they hear everything. And I, if I see them nodding along, or I see them get, you know, dance a little, like I'm like, okay, I'm doing my job. And he said that, you know, he was like, you know, sometimes we get some of these quote unquote, like influencer DJs come through here or whatever you want to call them. And he's like, sometimes, you know, they're no good. And he's like, but keep doing what you're doing. And I feel like you're, you're a great example of that too. Like, obviously like people, I know people come to my show and they're like, Oh, not, we're just going to go see Blake. We're not expecting to be good. And then actually it's pretty good. You know what I mean? And they're like, Oh, okay. So I think it's cool to be able to like, we can draw people there, but it's the music that keeps them coming back. Like it's actual abilities and the work we put in to keep them coming back. So it's kind of a cool balance. When Polly first started. Yeah. And he is definitely the originator of the reality tv transfer over into djing Mm -hmm. but like in the beginning like yeah you heard the stories like oh man polly's horrible horrible but like yeah he is just stuck with it and he's really carved out a niche and it's it's awesome to see like you guys uh come off reality television and don't want to say like like stay relevant but it's like create a new path where it's like all right i'm not just a reality tv star Mm -hmm. i have another passion it's music yeah you guys are both crushing it and we do and like what i've noticed over the last like two years like there's so much overlap in between you know blake and you know we're booking and you and james and like we're playing the same the same venues right like opposite weekends or like every other month like we're we're, there's a lot of crossover so it's really cool to see what you guys are building oh yeah and I think I, I love, like you talked about earlier, James, like your passion for music, I think is something that comes through when you play, especially too. So it's cool Thank to see you. for sure. Yeah. I mean, the passion is everything. I mean, I moved to Ibiza, Spain in 2006 when I was 14 years old, you know, Moby's play album just changed my fucking life. You know, I was out in the clubs, like seeing David Guetta in his young days. Like this is like, that's crazy. It's like, wow. it's like fucking like world, hold on. Da-dum. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just that old shit. And I, yeah, like I was just blown away. So ever since then, it's just like, like shit yeah the music makes me feel alive i can't do anything else like i just knew that even if vanderpump never happens like i was gonna find a way into the dj thing like i remember like i would ask every fucking nightclub in hollywood like uh, even when i was underage like can i spin here what do i have to do like i was djing at restaurants left and right but even before sir came up do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. sir was the one that hit for me so i feel like for any upcoming dj like in especially in la in hollywood china come come up with a name for yourself or i don't know what it is like yeah i'll say maybe name or like yeah yeah make a reputation right yeah yeah. right show something that you've got that no one else has you know mm-hmm. um i feel like a lot of us do have that but what runs out is the fucking hustle yeah yep. like mm-hmm. you do you do really need to keep going and like and it, it is the passion that drives that right it drives us so that's yep. fucking cool man yeah yeah and that's a, that's the biggest thing that i i find like because i'm booking blake or you know assisting with that it's like you gotta stay out there you gotta keep you got consistency is everything and yeah that oh, yeah. that hustle that hustle is the biggest thing 100%. is it and so so you're taken seriously as 
you know, a real life DJ and not just like, exactly. oh, it's just a you reality know, I'll TV be guy. I'll chasing trying to be taken seriously until the day I die because, right, <laughs> because like, <laughs> I was like, dude, like, I've been touring already now for eight years, but I don't yeah. even want to boast about that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I'm trying mm-hmm. to stay quiet about that so I can do it for another eight years. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's, yeah. like, it's some serious shit. Like, like, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so Australia, the show is massive over there. I think they're literally two, three years behind in season. So, like, if Vanderpump gets cancelled, yeah. like, <laughs> move on over. Yeah. <laughs> And live it again fresh for three and then run it out for another eight like yeah, I'm planning this all out of my fucking head dude like it's never I love gonna it. stop it's never gonna Cause, stop cause you guys are young bucks still you it. see these DJs like Tiesa like these guys are hitting like 45 50 years old it's, it's like you guys are not even close to that yet yeah why, yeah. bad boy like, bill like this bro like that's like basically my fucking yeah like cool i know cool well so it's crazy he doesn't yeah know. that is crazy and i think i don't think people hustle. know just how much hustle you've put into everything and how long you've been working at this and that this has been a dream for yeah. a really long time so that's pretty cool I mean, how did you kind of is that was you did you just one day buy a controller and was like i'm going to learn how to do this oh, yeah yeah, yeah. i bought a fucking b12 fucking blah 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 way before it was like um a cdj cdj yeah. yeah but i used to make little cds burn my fucking tracks you know i was djing before i could even beat match honestly i was fucking fading that's out <laughs> let's fucking go it was more about the party and then you know obviously now i take it much more serious but like um and you have to now with all these sick fucking djs like shout out james mm-hmm. hype we're fucking kings but um no, there is like um no like yeah dude I, i've fucking been mixing and then production for me is also a massive thing like i've got a spinning records release and a few other amazing things but it's like you know um, working on ableton for me just changed my life like that was now like the artist in me at school that loved art class the most and painting now could fucking use ableton as a canvas like it was yeah. like oh i can make beats i can make rap beats i can make house tunes i can make some deep house i can make some drum and bass go crazy like dude i love it like that's yeah. why i'm itching right now just to get back in my studio like i'm gonna be shitting tracks out this year it's gonna be sick i'm itching bro and i'm hungry too i'm hungry yeah, uh, yeah. but uh you know but uh no it's good dude but yeah it started with the mixing and stuff i remember like i dj'd at sounds when i was like 23 or something like that such a dream but it was like so like wasn't ready for it like still mm. now don't even consider myself like ready for a big sound set because i want like all my new tracks out do you know what i mean like that's the thing with the show as well too is like i'm very visual so i had this whole idea of doing like british rap over my house music right so so now it's like on camera on vanderpump i can be out in front like i fucking rapped top man right in front of yeah. on watch what happens live this is this is live television bro like i'm out here if i can spit in some grime shit steve aoki's sitting there just watching the whole song like like it was, it was surreal for me like it's wild and that's why i thought like okay so i need to be more than just a dj i need to be like a visual rapper producer i need to let people know i'm making these beats that they're hearing like i don't know and i'm still like it's all a like i'm still trying to get better like i still i'm like yeah, of course like I'm, i just turned 30 and i know by the time i'm 40 it's gonna be like analog synths i'm gonna be mr wizard <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like i just can't fucking wait like yeah you know? And we're I mean, and it's ever evolving, right? It evolves. It seems like every time I go to a new place, like, yeah, download the new package. I'm like, God damn. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Classic. Yeah. Classic. yeah. yeah so. And that's what's fun, too, is the sound is evolving mm-hmm. still. Um, I played Eli Brown fucking Believe in the track, the other the, the, in the club the other night. And this is like a heavy techno fucking like heavy track. And um, 
everyone was going crazy. Like it was like this. This is their favorite track, but I was not expecting it. You know, so yeah. it's interesting. Let's see what Denver has to bring this weekend. Let's yeah, see. I'll tell you what. I'll give you. I'll tell you what. I uh, I've been saying crazy this. Shit. Good. <laughs> they're gonna love it, man. Because I swear, God, they just want to jump up and down, man. I mean, the party rock right. right now is like, and the the house is just insane right now. I just feel like everybody's want since COVID. Just everybody just wants to party so damn hard. Yeah. So bring bring your heaviest stuff, man. Denver will love it on Friday. Woo! Yeah, bring that heavy shit. They'll love it. Wait, is it on Friday or Saturday? Shit. I think it's Friday. Friday, I believe. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. Right. <laughs> Rebook that flight. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. I mean, other than obviously playing here on Friday, uh, what else we got to look forward to? You said you got some some do you have some new music kind of you're ready to drop? You know, you're soon. Uh, yeah, so I've got like I've got an EP. Like I want it to all be perfect. I'm working on a couple tracks where I've like gotten the some vocalists to um collab with me uh i can't really give away too much about it yet because yeah. um, i don't really know but because i've been saying it for so long i just want to get them done but like i'm playing in washington dc in march i'm looking forward to that salt lake city it's my first show on march 26th going to st louis like indianapolis all these dope places atlantic city again like so this is all before filming which would so if it was to start again which i haven't mm-hmm. Season, but that would be in end of May. So end of May, okay. So yeah, so, I'll be doing every weekend up until then. I'm fucking yeah. so, I'm fucking so, and then now that my fucking studio is getting delivered literally this week, like tomorrow before 2 p.m. I mean, I'm gonna be able to start posting my like reels again because I love you know Wookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just love what he does, like all the beats that he can't release videos, but now he's on a beats that he can't release tour, right? And he's playing all these just oh, fun little yeah. Yeah, I, just I have seen that. So, I have seen and like, that. Um, yeah, I just love that idea. You know, there's no rules with music right now. Like if you're just making dope shit, right? I mean, fuck it. Like it could be just a Drake vocal that he just released and then you just take it, make a dope drop to it. And it's like fucking genius. Like, fucking, yeah, it's fuck, so fucking true. Love it. Like, I love it. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. yeah a dope drop a, in there. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. It's sick. So yeah. Well, good, man. Cool. Cool. So where can everybody find you, your music, all that fun stuff? Yeah, so I'm on Spotify, James Kennedy, Apple Music, SoundCloud, James Kennedy. Everything's it's James Kennedy, and then uh, Instagram as well. You know, hit me up yeah. on that. Yeah, Get some thirst traps, yeah. you ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and obviously, yeah. Let's one more time. Let's plug that show Friday night at Mile High Spirits. Yep, everybody come out, Denver. It's going to be a good time. We'll be out there. We'll be jumping around for you and everything, man. And everybody, go check out his 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 music and uh, go follow him out there on the gram. Yeah, and I don't know if we can announce it or not, but like obviously, uh, Slip Inside Festival in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, August, we'll be on there with you. Yeah. So, yeah, we're oh, wait, so I'm going to do that with you guys again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's about to be lit, bro. Yeah, it's going to be wild, man. It's going to be so oh, much my God. fun. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that's what you were talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's going to be wild in August. I mean, these guys, they shut down the entire streets. There's fucking slip and slides, like over a hundred foot long slides, like left and right. And then everyone's in these pools. So you're yelling on the mic, you're like, splash, motherfucker, splash. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> dope. It's like, let's go. Oh my yeah, God, that's going to be hot. so fun. Hell yeah. Fuck awesome. yeah, let's go. So yeah, we'll be out there together, DJ. I'll be the first yeah, time. I did, did it last year. They treat us well too. We got like yeah. some bands in the back, dude. Like we got like the star treatments type. Hell that's, yeah. That's what they were telling me. So cool, sounds cool. like it's going to be a good time. Absolutely. Cool, James. We appreciate you coming on, man. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll see you soon. We'll see you Friday, man. We'll see you Friday. Thank you, guys. Can't wait, mate. See ya. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Behind the Rose.